Hello guys, welcome back to episode number two of Canadian Hustlers. We're here together with Scott Crawley from Puffin Media. Scott is a videographer, started his own business about nine years ago in Woodstock, um, making videos for small businesses and um, doing a lot of awesome stuff. Working together a little bit with the three of us as well. Uh, welcome Scott. Thank you. Can you uh, quickly uh, give you an introduction? What do you do? How did you get started? Well, mostly I just do animation and web video business for social media and websites. I don't do really TV commercials or anything like that. Um, how I got started was uh, I worked for the school for a little bit and we were making like an educational series for um, one of the school's clients. So they hired a bunch of students and we would film a professor talking in front of a green screen. Um, they had the graphics outsourced, they'd bring it in, and we'd edit the video together. So we worked on that for four months. Some students have been working on it longer. And we found out that we, we were getting paid about $16 an hour, and then found out that the school was billing us out at $250 an hour each. Wow. So after school, I'm like, there's gotta be a difference there. Yeah. I could be making more, but I'm not gonna be charging $250 more. That just yeah. seems ridiculous. For last year, a big ad agency in Toronto, and you should have like $150,000 cameras that you're using. Yeah, exactly. First, that's actually quite a difference. Think oh, yeah. About it. That's sort of Those are production line. companies. Yeah. Right? Then you get more into yeah. movies, probably. Oh, yeah. Documentary yeah, style. Yeah, the bill goes up hourly. Mostly, I think, it's due to the equipment. Because the equipment that they drop on movies are in the millions of dollars, right? Okay. And even like a high-end production company, instead of like a fifty-five hundred dollar camera, they're using fifty-five or fifty-five thousand dollars. But so you're you're getting like a hundred and or they were getting what? What would you say, two hundred fifty dollars an hour? Yeah, and we were getting paid sixteen. Yeah, so they must have been providing a good product. Otherwise, no one's going to pay that. Mm-hmm. I think they're getting kind of like subsidized by. The government too for like an educational thing okay so i think they got a grant but yeah they're still spending a lot of money so that was during your study yeah it's well, near the end of it yeah okay much. and at that moment you were like hey there's something going on these are charging 250 dollars an hour our chart 16. yeah there's a lot of the small companies in woodstock and Oxford county mm-hmm. um who are not going to be able to afford 250 exactly dollars an hour for a video what can I do different? Exactly. And it was Puffin Media. Yeah. Cool. Um, how long is that ago? Did you start at Puffin? Uh, yes, I started it in 2012. And then for a while, it was kind of part-time. And then probably for the last three and a half years, it's been more full-time. Like okay. Full-time. Cool. You like it? I do, yeah. Yeah, but yeah I, I can't complain. I, you're your own boss, right? That's the best part. Of that's the best that's part. The best part. part. Yeah. yeah, that's why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. So, and I enjoy seeing making like I enjoy making a product that my clients get excited to see. Yeah, and excited, so, they're excited to use it as well. Which companies have you worked for? If you for someone to look for an example, if they want to see something that you did. Um, well, recently it's been Target Box with Alex. Your video is coming out soon. That's right. Um, there's been dance studio in town called Footprints Dance Center that I worked with. Right now I'm working with Forest Dale, which is a metal manufacturer in Woodstock. Okay, cool. And I worked with like a uh, anniversary kind of video for ViewTech, which is like a big... Yeah, ViewTech, yeah, ViewTech. A lot of people know ViewTech around yeah. here anyway, yeah. Never heard about it. What is that? They build they build parts for uh, Toyota, yeah, don't they? Cars, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So they uh, it's a big company in Woodstock. Yeah. It's actually right on uh, with Julian Drive or some, somewhere there anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They have like two factories. Yeah. 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 So. So do you really see a difference because you've been in business now for about eight nine years? Um, back then, social media was not that big yet, right? That was 2011, 2010. Facebook was still really trying to get momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, where did the videos? Where were they used for at that time compared to now? Like, did you see a transition going on in the type of videos that you created or really helped that work out? Yes, it was mostly just Facebook or like front page of your website. Back in? Right. Okay. 2012, 2013. Um, And they were a lot longer too. People had longer attention spans. Yeah. 
Huge. Um, but yeah, now it's you try to make it as quick as possible. You get your message out there quick, entertaining, 15 to 30 seconds. That's how I'm in that. Yeah. It's hard to make a 15 second video. I know. But that's what you need. It's hard. I'm assuming, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you start out with something longer, right? And, that, and that's a funny thing, because if you're on Facebook and you're scrolling, you have an attention span of how five long? seconds. Five seconds. If you don't get me in the first three seconds, I right. keep trolling. Right. Right. So. And then is how extensive does your message need to be, especially if you're trying to sell something? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it really comes in, where you drop down the time. On yeah, the there's two ways of doing it, right? You can try to push out all the information you want quickly, or you can just try to get them hooked, and then you just kind of there's your brand, and they'll yeah. look up more information about it. And I think. I think it's really interesting. Like, I love video. I'm not a videographer myself, but it, it's just growing, right? For myself, from a marketing perspective as well. Um, where before you would make a five, six minute video, it would probably go on YouTube or on Instagram or not Instagram at that time yet. YouTube, most of the time on their website. Um, you spend a lot of money on one single video. And I think there's a huge benefit for a lot of companies at this moment right now. Video doesn't have to be expensive, right? There's not... Well, nobody cares about like I mean, they care about quality in a sense, but you point and shoot with a cell phone. If it's interesting enough, people are gonna watch it. Right. That's just the way it is. I mean it's it's nice to have all the nice equipment, but I mean it really comes down to it, anybody can do it. We all have a smartphone now. Mm-hmm. So. You just have to follow like a few simple rules and then it, it doesn't look like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I think audio is one of the biggest ones. Exactly. You yeah. can have as long as they can hear you. Yeah, you yeah. have perfect. You could have High quality video, like movie quality, and if the audio is garbage, people won't. Yeah, because it's annoying. It, it, it drives me yeah. nuts. Yeah. I, I do it too. I, I just move on if it's scratchy or scratchy yeah. and it just keeps scrolling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool. cool. So, what study did you do? What Sorry. was it? It was videography or audio with a little bit mixed it in was, with it? At the time, they didn't really have any like uh, just videography course. It was like broadcast television. So, it was a lot of like news heavy. And we were making like new stories. Right. Do they even have social media courses yet? They I think they do. Come Stogan out. They have some. I know. A master's in social a media. Of years after I left, they, they came up with a videography course that was for if you want to start your own business afterwards. It wasn't like going to try to get a job at Rogers right. or CTV. Which a reason why I didn't pursue that path is our teachers were basically like, you're gonna have to go to Toronto and intern for a year. For like an ad agency or something like that. Yeah, yeah for like CTV or Rogers or CBC. And they're like, yeah, it's not going to be paid. Like, I can't afford to live in Toronto for a year. And right. Because I'm going to be going. <laughs> I'm going to probably be here all the time, spending all my time at CTV or CD. Yeah. Making 16 bucks an hour and... Making nothing. Oh, well, making nothing. Too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Intern, yeah. Internships, nothing. Yeah. yeah, that's not even worth it. That's... And I don't think I would have time to get a part-time job, which I don't think would sustain no you can't having rent there no rent is ridiculous there well, even the one bed you just a bedroom is like probably like 800 bucks mm-hmm. like and then you get nothing so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was not an option yeah so at that moment you're like yeah interesting cool but not for me right i'm gonna uh, yeah i liked when our when we worked on projects together and they're more creative as opposed to you have to find a new story you have to mm go interview someone about like the new story or what they've seen then do your voiceover edit it to two minutes and then showcase it to the class basically or like some of them were like you we made like a James Bond kind of oh that's neat rip off that was like 15 minutes long and they gave us like a month to do it or something <laughs> looking up social media marketing, they have an ad Red Red Academy out of Toronto, but then I open up their their page and it says, We're sorry, currently social media marketing is not available at Toronto. So oh. I don't know. I'm trying to look for a course, but yeah, I, I, I have heard that they're starting to do courses on stuff like that. So it's just, yeah. Yeah, because we didn't have anything about social media in our courses at all. But it was so, it was so, it was just small at that time, yeah. still, right? Yeah, nobody, nobody knew how big it was gonna go. No, I think I remember I got Facebook. I'm like, fine, I'll get Facebook, whatever, I don't care. And now it's like, okay. Yeah, well, it's crazy. I think I was 15, so that's about nine years ago now. So about around 2010, I was yeah. going to school of photography in uh, in Holland, and I did quite a bit of working out and stuff at that time. And I had a Twitter account, 
and literally the whole day, just tweeting away, tweeting away, tweeting away. Every single day, didn't have Facebook, didn't have Instagram, didn't have LinkedIn, but somehow I was just obsessed with Twitter. No clue why, I did it. I built up following probably two, 3,000 people. Wow. But I was It's impressive at the time. But I was 15 and I had no clue. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I was getting those followers was because I was literally putting out 50 messages a day yeah. on that platform. My bus rides to school were like an hour and a half, an hour and a half back. So I had a lot of time, um, but I did had no clue, right? And, and when I look back now, um, I was like, shit, I had 3,000 followers on Twitter. Back then. Back then. And I deleted my account because I didn't like Twitter anymore. But I had no understanding how valuable it was mm-hmm. that 3,000 people were interested in whatever I had to say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, Twitter at that time was 110 characters, no was video. It, was it monetized at that time? For myself? No, like I, yeah. I Twitter wouldn't have been monetized at that time. Well, like with brand deals? No, no. no. I, I, they, they didn't, they ran away from that stuff back then. They're like, this is stupid. Okay. And they find it, even now, they're not even there yet. The major brands are not even there yet. Smaller ones are. Okay. People that have brain, uh, they go there, but <laughs> it's just, you know, it's an old boys club, a lot of that uh, ads, so they don't go there. But um, I'm trying to think when I went on. When I, I think it was 2006. When, when was Facebook invented? 2006, I think. 2006, yeah. I think yeah. I was on there 08, 07 or 08 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I still remember how it looked. Just a blue, like, <laughs> dark ages internet style. <laughs> but no one had a clue. No. Right? And we're, yeah, there were companies putting out stuff on there. Well, I remember um, they, made, they made, like, they finally made pages for businesses. Yeah. And that was that was huge and I didn't understand either. I made one for the farm and I had like a like eleven hundred people in less than a year following me. Wow. Yeah, like you try try do it now. Try try get eleven hundred people to lose attention on a new page. Oh yeah. Good luck. It's almost impossible. But like you just like, yeah. funny box and like everybody's seen it and people will come and buy stuff. And even then I'm just like, oh whatever. I didn't really think about it. You don't think about it then. It's really weird. Because you no you're not believing it because no one else is. Now everyone's Starting to come around. Yeah. But, but the new thing, people are always scared of a new thing coming out. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't, it's, it's not accepted. Um, I just heard an interview today and they were talking about Tinder, right? Yeah. You know, the Tinder swipe yeah. left, swipe right. And they were literally saying how a lot of people say it's contradicting, right? Twitter, the platform that we can literally decide with a single swipe whether we like someone or not. At the other hand, People demonize it, yeah. But it's literally the true nature of what humans really are. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it most of it, generally, yeah. Your first impression is about ninety percent of it, anyway. That's it. How many times have you met someone and then he's like, "The guy's a well, I, don't know if I can say this. The guy's an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, your your opinion doesn't change. Rarely, the odd time it does, but rarely. Three years later, the guy's still an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really change. So that's it's not that far off. But so, do you see video um, doing it full time? About eight years ago, or long videos? How long were they? Five to. They're still probably only about two to three minutes. Okay. Well, was they, they weren't crazy long, but they're still long compared to today's right. kind of standard with attention spans. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of the traffic then was coming from YouTube. Right. It was a big platform this time. Like the... Not because... I don't even know if they're... Like the first clients they were working with was an installation company in Brantford. Okay. And they were mostly like how-to videos. He went up in the attic. I'd film them and you'd talk about like why you'd want to remove attic, like the insulation in your attic and get it replaced. Yeah. And why you might want to use spray foam in your attic, stuff like that. So those were probably two to three minutes. And then I just use basically what people would search, like why replace. Those videos still up now? Yep. How many views do you have? A lot? Um, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a very narrow space, but... Oh, but it depends on what it was. So, like, some of the ones where they search have, like, 150,000 views. Oh, wow. Uh, that's, that's really good. Yeah, it's over, like, eight years. Yeah, I know. Yep. But it, it gains traction over time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're first, then, you know, you're going you're gonna to show up, right? Yeah, and then some of them only have, like, a couple thousand. 
Okay. It's the ones that basically where if someone types in why use spray foam insulation, that would pop up. Yeah. And I, I actually believe that that's a really interesting concept, especially with audio and video as well. Um, we run a lot of AdWords campaigns, of course, yeah. and that is just simply search. People type in a keyword, um, a search query, and an ad will show up. They type. Yeah. But about 15% of the searches that are performed now, that we run the ads campaigns for, are voice. They're literally, yeah, it's all the phone, right? they're literally either done with the phone or a Google Home or, or, uh, or Amazon, Amazon Alexa device, whatever it might be. So those are very long tail keywords. All of a sudden people are gonna type in, uh, what do I need to do if my edX smells bad? Yeah. Right? That's all. Usually they wouldn't type it in Google, but because it's such a human natural Yeah, yeah you type it in Google now. Um, and especially with video there too, to still gain traction in the YouTube platform, I think it's super interesting for companies to say, hey, why do I not turn my frequently asked questions on my website into 20 minute clips, 20 second clips, yeah. sorry. Right, pick up the phone, this is the question, long tail, 20, 20 second response, and put it out and then it's just creating volume and volume and volume. Because yeah, those, it's gonna be super hard to rank videos organically when you do not have viral content or not paid content on YouTube, on that platform itself. Um, on very broad keywords. Mm-hmm. So at the moment you go with video and say, hey, we're gonna title it and name it, and the audio is gonna be a long tail search query. Yeah. That's where that I believe sense. in the marketing space is all yeah. potential. Because more and more we're gonna just talk, right? You, you, yeah. you ask a question, you just talk to something and that gives you an answer, so. Oh yeah, like even the new like, smart TVs, you just hold the remote up and like, say what you wanna search for. Yeah. Instead of going yeah. A, yeah. B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where do you advertise for your business? Because you're in the business of advertising, but where do you advertise your business? Mostly it's just word of mouth and cold emails. Okay. And I guess everything you do is kind of an, is a self-advertising anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you, you, yeah. make an, you make a video for a company and then they're going to put your email or they share it and then you get their whole network and they're like, hey, who did that for you? Yeah. That's probably a big thing for you, yeah. And you yeah, stay in there. Yeah, it's not hard to stay busy that way, right? No, so. No, you just slowly branch out. Yeah. Cover more. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I think that's just the hardest part for me, mostly, though, is, is just finding clients. It's getting easier yeah. because there's more younger businesses coming up and. Uh, Basically, people my age are. So you find like old people; they don't really understand right. why you're doing this. Right. Like, what's they the purpose of it? Like, it, they think it's a waste of money, kind of right. thing. Yeah. I think they still like some of them still do paper advertising and radio. Yeah. Which I edit radio. Come on now. We covered it last, we covered last week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, see, paper has its place. It still does. But it's I know what you mean. Like, you, like, like the want ads or something like that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I, I'm like, well, I guess Tilsmerk did. The papers works in Tilsmerk because it's all seniors. Okay. So it does actually have an effect there. But I know what you mean. Yeah, it is. If it fits, if you have the budget, it works. Yeah. Right? It, then it just comes down, is it worth... Well, split, yeah, split your budget to what you think is worth it and, yeah. and then judge it by response. So you go, okay, now I'm spending 80% on paper, 20 on networking. Oh, my networking responses get higher. Okay, let's spend more there and less on paper. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. But like I said in the last video too, internet and stuff like that gets held to a higher standard. It just does. Because we have raw data back. And when I send a paper out at 14 cents a flyer, I don't know who threw it in the garbage. I don't know who read it. I don't know where it goes. No. I know when I go to my mailbox, I go like this. Garbage. I don't even look at it. Yeah. So. It's an expensive way of distributing whatever you want to say. It's waste, right? Unless you're talking. It's not environmentally friendly. (laughs) That too. Yeah, that too. Especially, I get probably a gym flyer from the same place fit for less every week. Are insinuating something? <laughs> 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 I'm not going to switch. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just keep sending it to everyone we build. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. They're just wasting so much money. And the thing is, like, I think they're trying to sell us like five bucks a week. 
Yeah, it's expensive. This is insane. But they must get a response. Well, maybe. Who knows? But they might work, right? Most of the time. I mean, you can't beat a dead horse. We only beat a dead horse so long. Like, you got to get something out of it. But. Yeah. But from a marketing perspective, I think it's uh, most of the time the agency they work with. Yeah. If they have the partners in that space, they're going to sell it. Yeah. Right? Because, because they make the most money on the flyers. Because they can design it. They can print it. Yeah. There's just a lot of money to be made. Um, and, and that's the same when you go into video commercials and radio as well, right? There's so many people in the middle who are all taking their little chunk. Yeah. Um, so the final cost is going to be very high. And I've, yeah, brands like Coca-Cola, yeah, I, I think they have a big issue with that because they got to find a partner that is completely going to be focused on the social world. Um, and, and the companies who are trying to sell the television ads or TV commercials to Coca-Cola are not going to sell them the social media packages. No, they're not. Because they, they don't make, make any much. Money. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've been eight years. Eight years running your own business. Mm-hmm. How long have you been now? Five? Four. 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 Yeah. four. Well, I've run, I've run a business all my life, but it's... Real estate was four years, yeah. Myself two and a half. So you're the one with the most experience here. Yeah, <laughs> most most experience in your field. There you go. Yeah. So really, what did you um, what do you enjoy the most? Like being your own boss is big. Mm-hmm. But like, what what is it that you say? Hey, this is why I like to build something on my own and to just do my own thing. I don't. I think I just. I don't know, maybe it's just the control aspect. I just like that I have control of everything that I'm doing as opposed to having to work with multiple people or just getting pieces of information. I have everything. Right. And I just like to think the best part for me is just going to all these different businesses and just learning about them. Or learning about like certain products. Like I probably be good at trivia because I just have a bunch of useless knowledge <laughs> I know you can work in a metal manufacturing <laughs> oh you think make videos at a metal manufacturing shop you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna have different knowledge than most people yeah, so in I, your field I know about like metal manufacturing and insulation and liquid cow feed and dance <laughs> and just liquid cow feed to dance yeah. there's an advertisement for you right there yeah. <laughs> those go very well together mm-hmm. have you ever turned down a client uh I don't think so. Not that I can recall. That's good. Okay, one, one or two. Yeah, I just, I just I know it's no. I just and I I sent I sent them to someone else. Okay. It was a polite no. Yeah. It wasn't like no, no, thank you. Oh. But it was yeah. Like I just I just couldn't deal with them. I did do one. Yeah. There's someone I worked with in the past that it didn't work out well and I didn't want to work with them really in the future yes. or something so I just inflate the price crazy high and I'm like if they'll do it I'll do it <laughs> yeah right and they're like no it's too much I'm like okay yeah it's fine that's okay yeah it's fine but they sometimes you have to like why yeah. why did you turn it down <laughs> that it's just a gut feeling it's unreasonable okay like if if the market is here and you want to be over here this is when it comes to houses. Let's let's say let's say you're paying two hundred thousand for a house, and you think you can buy two hundred thousand dollars houses for a hundred thousand dollars. It's just not going to happen, right? And if I spend two weeks on you and I don't even get you up to like one hundred and eighty, like where you realistically might start buying something, it's not going to happen. And funny thing is, I let him go. I go, I can't do this. I just I'll, here's another person that might help you, mm-hmm. um, but I can't. I don't have time. But it's, it's not a matter of it doesn't fit my buyer's profile. It doesn't fit my typical client. I'm that, That's what I... Yeah, in, in a sense, yeah, it does. Okay. Right? But it... Because there would be other realtors that could work excellent with those companies. Yeah, exactly. There's always some, there's always a fit for everybody, right? right? But I think when you're, you're when you first start out, you take on everything. As yeah. much as you can just to start, mm-hmm. right? And as you move on, you're just like slowly go down and you, and you know what you have time for. Right? In the beginning, you have so much time, it doesn't matter. But when you move on and you get busier, you don't have time for something like that. And that's not to sound cocky. It's not to sound like that. But it's just, 
it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Funny thing is, the guy went with someone else and he bought a house a month later. So. Oh really? I could have stuck around, but it doesn't. It doesn't doesn't bother me. No. Because that is it's out of my hair. Mm-hmm. Makes so. sense. I had it once with a restaurant, that one that they started up in London. Yeah. Um, wood burning. Uh, pizza place. Okay. Started a new place. Wanted me to do their branding, the new website, and basically bring their restaurant to the market in London. So I sat down probably three or four times with them, uh, for half an hour, and you know talking about it because I was still a couple of months out before he actually would open up the store, uh, open up the restaurant, and then I provided the quote for them, and then I really started thinking, and this was probably about. I was half a year into the marketing, running my own marketing company. I really started thinking, hey, like something just doesn't feel right. It's not the client, but I just simply do not know how to bring a restaurant to the market. Yeah. Right? And then it comes into, hey, what is the client that you should serve? Yeah, but you're you're serving your client just as much as yourself by walking away. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's just a matter of, hey, it's not for me. But here's someone that could do it for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And everyone's happy again. Yeah. yeah. But that that is important to know. Hey, this is the moment that I gotta turn something down. How hard it might be. Um, yeah. But it's tough. But but the drive home after you turn them down is so peaceful. Oh, I know. It sounds yeah. really bad, but like you drive home, you're like, oh, it's like a weight off your shoulder. You're like, oh, good, uh, they're finally mm-hmm. moving on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mine was, it was kind of like a, a, he was starting like a business, like a financial planning business or something. And he had all these ideas. And I took 50% and then it was going to be 50% shares in his company. Okay. So like it would transfer and that was fine. Um, So I was doing all the work and then my role just slowly kept getting more more and changing okay so i went from creating animations yeah which was fun i was happy doing them and like doing some filming with him and then it started he i was running an event <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that, that, that one will go quick no, no i'm not and then he started getting like checks in my name okay like me to cash and keep or something like i'm out yeah, yeah. so a little fishy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they just know. Mm-hmm. So you do animations? Yep. Video? Mm-hmm. Audio? What do you like best? Like what kind of videos are you really enjoying to do? I, I don't know. It, it, I enjoy animations quite a bit because basically I can, I just like, build a storyboard and I usually send me a script and I just spend some time um, creating like elements from the script and then I just like kind of focus in and animate everything. Yeah. So how does it work? Can you go a little bit more in detail? I know a couple of people might actually be looking into the show later they have who are a little bit into the video. Are there any examples on your website or? Oh uh, yeah, there is. Okay. I think uh, why a video was important explain their Puffin Media is that an animation video yeah oh cool so go to his website puffinmedia.ca and you'll see some of his work there his animations and stuff like that so yeah, and there's more cool little website in the portfolio page okay um, cool yeah so quickly walk us through it how does it work uh, animation I know that we have a couple of people in the audience or who I know will probably be tuning in sometime okay. um, that are a little bit in the video space or they're young kids who like to do the kind of stuff they got their own drone they got their own camera they just like to play around with it yeah. like how does it work how do you go through an animation yeah what, what would you give advice to someone to start now I guess yeah. just so okay yeah so it's gonna take a lot of time it's not something that's gonna you can sit down for t- depending on I guess on how long it is but it's not something that you're gonna sit down for an hour and you'll have a decent 30 second Animation. No, it's understandable. Yeah. Rome wasn't built in one day. <laughs> yeah. Was it 10,000 hours to perfect the craft? Yeah, so yeah, that's debatable too. Some, some people need 15. <laughs> some people need a thousand. To do the dishes, I need about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's like uh, the client one animation. 
I get them to help me with the script. So like they'll send me all the points that they want to cover. And usually animation is only used for basically complex ideas. So does the client know that they want an animation or are you kind of guiding them in that as well? Sometimes they know, other times I will be talking at a meeting and they'll want this idea and I'm like, that's a good idea, but I think it'd be easier to explain this in animation. Cool. Or so when, yeah. when should the company choose an animation over just a regular video to get a message out? When it's a complex idea. So if you're explaining something that the general public will not understand. Yeah. It'll be hard, hard to shoot a video. I had a company come in uh, that had a really good animation too, actually called uh, Jag Properties. They did one too. Okay. And I know exactly what you mean. I've actually, it really did explain it better. It's just the way you can draw things. Yeah. And it just with certain images, it really does help. It brings the point across a lot better than actually trying to make a real video. Yeah. And like you can make, you can cut it and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. and it really does bring a message across a lot easier. And I'm yeah. sure this video here would. <laughs> would give a perfect example of that why video is important right so yeah, yeah. it's cool it's kind of cool okay so you decide you decide on the animation and then yeah so the starts. Uh, they'll send me like a script and or I'll work with them to make a, like a, a script and we'll go back and forth once that's perfect I take some time and I'll go through the script and I'll have like a storyboard sheet in front of me and I'll kind of just roughly sketch what I'm thinking. Okay. And so I'll also have to find like terms. So if they say like they're the best or high quality, maybe that'll be a diamond. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. So you try to replace words or sentences with icons or right. figures. So when, when yeah. they're talking about it in the script, like a diamond will pop up or something like that. Or like if they're saying like searching. Like we're a great search engine and you have like a magnifying glass going over it. I have a great idea, light bulb. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just putting the script to pictures basically. Yeah. And then once I have that, depending on the client, they might want to see that. Mm -hmm. Usually they don't. And then I just work on like a, a rough animation and I'll send them that just to make sure we're both on the same page. They like the direction I'm going. And if they approve of that, then I'll finish it up and I'll make the animations tighter and uh, not as jumpy and the text flow nice and stuff like that. And then I get the voiceover and script and just add it. Cool. That's awesome, man. But a lot of time goes into it, doesn't it? Yeah. I, they're, they're pricey, basically, but I guess people don't realize how much time actually goes into everything you have to do. Mm -hmm. Well, they say like in Hollywood makes animated movies, it's almost more expensive than, yeah. like just hours and hours and hours yeah. and hours of editing. Especially, so some, I started to have a kind of a catalog of like stuff I've made now, so, but if it's a thing I need to make, I have to find like a reference image and then make it an illustrator and bust, break down to layers depending on how I want it to be animated. And I have to do that for each piece. Yeah. So like I have some things now that if oh if I need to have a diamond, so I already made a diamond, so I can probably use that again if it fits the style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, builder content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Especially when you want to keep the cost. And it has to be your style, right? Yeah. That's why you can't just pick and choose everybody else's stuff, right? right? Another question for you. Mm -hmm. Puffin Media, where did the name come from? <laughs> uh, good one. I started with a partner at the time, and at the time both of our parents really into like bird watching okay and we didn't want it to be like a b productions or s yeah productions. okay so we just found a cool i like it I like the name yeah, yeah. it's yeah. unique it's mm -hmm. yep it's neat it's different yeah. puffin it's a penguin right puffin it's a puffin bird that's, like a, that's an actual bird too it's an actual puffin. bird yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they're all on the east coast mostly okay yeah in canada yeah okay cool but yeah yeah blah, blah. <laughs> Well, I've gone that a few times. Like, oh, is that a penguin? Like, no, no, it's a puffin. <laughs> it speaks for it. Yeah, hence the name. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's all the stuff we did here. Utah, Conterado, Ride Don't Ride, Insulation, Smart Comfort, Jennifer Gale, Woodstock area. What else you got? Yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. Rand River. <laughs> hey, coffee's on you. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's like the easiest way to discuss like their project is just meeting in person and 
Oh, for sure. Asking yeah. questions. You can only do so much over 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 phone and yeah. and calling and it's yeah. and email. And at the end of the day, having a, just a quick even a quick meeting, mm-hmm. it's it's so much more productive. Yeah, twenty minutes to figure out if um, like a video might work for you. Like that, yeah. I had a meeting on Monday, and she just contacted me. She's like, I just wanted to know if a video might be right for my business. Yeah, and sometimes it's not, right? Yeah. Like I've had, I had a client like last week too. They're like, well, I want to sell. I just bought a house three months ago. I think it's four or five months ago. Did a lot of work too. Wants to sell, and had a baby on the way. And I'm just like, why now? Why don't you just wait, relax? You know, mm-hmm. this life—it's only one life. Just chill out, wait a few months, and then I actually talked him out. Of, I talked myself out of a listen. Yeah, but it's gonna happen in the future anyway. But it'll come back. And yeah, do, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no point just trying to do something that you might not have the budget for because you know other people are doing it. Yeah, right. And then you just get. Like a, Half-assed version of what you really want. Yeah, because it's not really what you want, and that's yeah. I find that's a big problem with a lot of uh, marketing, a lot of social media. It's not. I, I stuff comes back, and I just sometimes I don't. I don't dare complain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I'm picky too, but I just I don't dare complain enough, and then you get a product that you don't really want, and I think that's that's really really a big hurdle for a lot of marketers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you, the same, you don't want to overbill, <laughs> yeah, right. But you want the client to be happy. But at the same time, at some point, you just—it's it, got to be done, right? yeah. But yeah, and then it comes back to like, if you talk about price, right, for animation for yeah. videos, is it expensive? Is it not? What does it cost? Is it a thousand bucks? Is it ten grand? Is it fifteen grand? Um, that's the video, and then you got to get it out, right? Right, and. At what cost can you get it out and what is it going to bring in for the business? And I think that's a really good conversation that more businesses should have. Um, because video, creating videos in itself is not cheap. It's cheaper to pick up a camera yourself, mm-hmm. shoot a bunch of pictures, yeah. you know, without voiceovers, just but do some fun stuff. I think both of them have their place. I think you, oh, have, to, you have to do both. Yeah. I think you, you create the professional video for your image of your company, mm-hmm. but then you back it with just pointing and shooting. Yep. That's like your day-to-day kind of thing. And that's community building. Yeah, That's building yeah. community around yeah. the business. Like, oh, this is this, and then every time once in a while you put a professional video out, yep. and then you, you back it with all your other little videos. Mm-hmm. For example, the dance studio, I think they did four or five professional videos, and they just put yeah. these ads, and then all the other videos on their, their Facebook page and Instagram is just of like the kids dancing on with the cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all they need though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. it. Makes sense. Yeah. You don't need me to come in for an hour just to showcase some kids dancing. No, exactly. It'll look a little cleaner, a little crisper, yeah. a little nicer, but oh, yeah. again, nobody cares. No. Then it's just... It sounds really bad and that's... Mm-hmm. But it's true. Like, it's volume. Yeah. Right? And the whole professional videos, high-end stuff, TV commercials, it's all going away. It comes down to what do, you have in your, what do you have in your pocket? I get annoyed with the fakeness of, of, of commercials. Oh. It's not the authentic. fake families and then the fake smiling. And yeah. I, I, it drives me nuts. The stock footage. Yeah. <laughs> or it's, it's like, welcome home. <laughs> yeah. That is can't handle that. But that's why Netflix is so big. So how do you feel that videos leverage the companies around? in Woodstock, Oxford County, like are they already at the level where you say, hey, this is going and they start to understand the concept of video and how it needs to be distributed across the different platforms, or where is that at? Um, it, it varies by business because I know the dance studio, she reached out and then I had a meeting and she's like, I know I need it, just tell me what to do. Right, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she did it properly, she pushed it out on social media, I would given videos to clients before and they just have done nothing with it they've like put it on their website yeah and then that's a waste and yeah and, and then all of a sudden video is expensive yeah right it's, it's yeah just, if you don't utilize it you just, yeah you don't bring it up every once in a while mm-hmm. right just, just okay. reboost it or whatever yeah like uh i think the liquid feed that i just did i didn't see it on social media but i know that they were making these videos for trade shows. Okay. So they take the trade a little bit. Oh, so they, they, put, they put it on their TV at the trade right. show in their booth. And they so it's a bunch of testimonials from farmers yep. in different 
different livestock and I like I put subtitles so they don't have to have this uh, any audio on because it's gonna be allowed there. Yeah. And they just take to trade shows. Yeah. And that's where they do most of their marketing. Yeah. So, so that's that's that's, 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 that's the farming world. Right? The farming world in Oxford County is uh, trade shows, marketing, Twitter. Trade shows is really Twitter. Good. They're all on Twitter, man. Yeah, I know. All the farmers in Oxford County. Yeah. In, in southern Ontario, we're on Twitter. <laughs> They're all bragging about plant plant 2019, you know. Yeah, show, show off all their tractors. And, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. So, yeah, just the whole culture living on yeah. Twitter. There. Yeah, a lot of it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah I never got into Twitter. Never, neither did I. No, no. I have for a couple of years, and then it went just dead. I, just, I, I don't know. I go on there, and then I just I just feel like I'm lost. Like once in a while, I'll throw something on there to show I'm alive. Yeah, but the, 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 <laughs> the, the platform. Yeah, no, I just like I throw a post on there. I'm like, oh, how's so looking for a house? You never know. No, Someone searches my name on there, you know, it shows I'm in real estate. Not, not the platform is oversaturated. Yeah. Like, it, I think, I feel like Twitter is kind of like overdone themselves. Yeah. That they do not know anymore how to filter the content. No. Because there are so, so, so many individual posts is like 160 characters long yeah not only oh, that and then like, and people go on a tirade and they like number them oh yeah they're like post burn oh, yeah. yeah I'm like okay cool man mm-hmm. but your content to stand out on Twitter you either have to build community or you have to boost yeah or you, you, you have to be but it's a, lot, a lot of reading who reads oh I know and then that's, then it's that's like when I read for three through jokes I'm like oh that was three lines I'll do that oh that's too long no next joke like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that yeah like, I know I don't read like, no. and it's not just this how society is now like if something's too long people write a tire the only time I ever read it is when like there's, there's lots of anger in there or something <laughs> and then you start reading the yeah. whole comment and, but other than that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I honestly I rarely ever read like if it's more than a few lines no unless they get me in on the first line yeah yeah, Twitter five years ago was still really big. Yeah. And at that time, LinkedIn was small. How many users are on Twitter? Uh, I think about 700 million. Or not not even that, I don't think 300 million. Has it gone down? Yeah, definitely. And LinkedIn has been exploding over the last year. If I see what's going on on LinkedIn now with video... 175 million registered users on Twitter. Okay. I was a little bit high, sorry. <laughs> Registered users, okay. So what about LinkedIn? I'm looking right now. Over 400 million members. Okay. I didn't even know that. I, didn't, I, didn't, I would never guess that. So LinkedIn's that much bigger. Well, I've really seen LinkedIn taken off the last year. But that's March 2016. Wow. That was Yeah, as of March 2016. Yeah. Uh, 400 million members, 106 which are considered active. Still. Yeah. I mean, Twitter has... 172, that's like registered, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm registered, but I'm not active, right? Know, so right. it's the same mm-hmm. thing. So the 400, that's insane. That'd be way higher probably now. Yeah. Yeah, two years ago, there was no video on the platform. Mm-hmm. It was a maximum of one image a post in the platform. Um, it was pretty much all text. Yeah. That was it, right? And yeah, now- to make one in, um, in college, like in one of our classes, they're like getting you prepared for like, job hunting stuff. Yeah. You have to have a LinkedIn page. Facebook's 1.3 billion. Like, it's not even... Yeah, and now now LinkedIn has video up to, I think, 10 for unlimited length now. Uh, Live video. They just integrated a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. um, Which is really exciting because now when you go live on on LinkedIn, everyone who follows you receives a notification. If you go live on LinkedIn? Huge. Yeah. Can you shut that off, though? Yeah, you can. It's the same with Facebook, right? Yeah, I started shutting them off. Yeah, nuts. you did. But for the first two months, you didn't. You didn't. I know. And, I know. and yeah. that's kind of the space we're in now with LinkedIn. Yep. Okay. Um, I feel like, because it has only only been around for like three months, so people are not familiar with it yet. Mm-hmm. They see it a couple of times because not a lot of people are live on LinkedIn. I've never done it myself yet. Yeah. I really should. Um, but yeah, a notification that someone's going live. I'm mortified to go live. It's huge. <laughs> I don't know why it's that. I think it's me and like most of the population. Mm-hmm. Instagram. I'm just I'm looking at these numbers again. Yeah, they're at a billion users as of June 2018. So they're over a billion. billion. Yeah. yeah. And January 2013, they're at 90 million. Didn't they buy it for like a billion dollars? Facebook yeah. bought Instagram for a billion. So some in, in the billions for sure. A lot. Yeah. Or was it? Uh, what was? Yeah. 
How many people are on WhatsApp? <laughs> I think <laughs> now you got me going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and LinkedIn is now owned by Microsoft, I believe. Fenica Bardo. Okay. Just skimmed it. Bought it by big brands. Six hundred million active users on WhatsApp. Yeah, that's changing too. They're doing more and more on that on that little app too. I don't know if you noticed it or not. Mm-hmm. But it's different. They, they want to integrate those three platforms more and more: Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah, but they keep adding new and new. Like Facebook has like paid manager, this that. Oh, I know all the different. It's actually apps. driving me nuts, and like Messenger's on a separate app actually yeah. drives me nuts. But yeah. whatever. Maybe I'm just old school. Yeah, it, it, does, it does make sense. It does make sense because a lot of people actually replace their actual messaging app on their phone with the Facebook Messenger. With Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the same that you do on an iPhone with iMessage, I believe. What is it called? Yeah, iMessage. Yeah. iMessage. Yeah. So you yeah. replace your. I don't though. I, I use everything. Like that's the problem. Like I'm on. I've done deals on Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, right. texting. Like, it doesn't matter. Care. I don't use without getting someone's number, which was unheard of five years ago. It's all communication in the end. It's like I get halfway through and someone's like, do you have your client's number? I'm like, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> Let me ask them. Yeah. Right? And then I, I talked to them on Facebook because they've responded to my Facebook ad. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Cool. No, I didn't think about that until now. I've worked with clients and I don't have their phone number. Yeah. That's unheard of five, ten years ago. Well, yeah, like I, I worked, uh, a guy in Ottawa contacted me to film an interview with a lady um, in Brantford. Yeah. And I'm we that. never met, we never spoke on the phone. He's like, here's the date, can you do it? Yes, no, yeah. He's like, okay, do it. Yeah. I, he sent me another interview to add to it from BC that got something else to do, and then they made sense to him. Yeah. And then he paid. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. You don't have to email them No. Or even speak to them. Yeah. Well, my business is still yeah. to do. Yeah. I still got to make sure they're real. But. <laughs> but it's interesting because I really think on the long run, with all the automation going on and demonetizing so many industries, like what is going to be left? Right? Yeah. Like that is going to be human communication. It's still, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That, that is really... If everything else goes away or gets automated by robots. Oh, yeah, that's communication. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Communication farming. <laughs> that's, yeah. Like, yeah, but even, even farming, farming can be robots too, more and more. Yeah. Right? But there's still, yeah, even transporting, that can be robots, yeah. Well, I, um, Tesla came out with a, la- a new update last week. I'm not sure if anyone has seen it. Um, they want to have the first autonomous vehicles on the road. In 2020, in the states, there's two states that are going to be legalizing it. Yeah. Then it will take a while. So for them, it's just a matter of having uh, countries legalize it. Yeah. Right. And then you can buy a Tesla for 30 grand. Mm-hmm. You drive it wherever you want to go. You plug it into the Tesla app network. They have their own app. They have their right. own network. You plug it into, and the Uber's going to dr- or the Tesla's going to drive around for you. And you get paid. The oh, car, that's the, cool. If, yeah. if you are driving about three hours a day, the Tesla will pay you about, so he will just spend all the time additional to that, right? So yeah. let's say you use it for three hours, the Tesla itself will drive around for 12 hours. Um, he said that only 50% of the actual time that the car is driven would be paid, right? Yeah. Because you have lost time in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it will make about $30,000 in revenue a year. Yeah, we'll pay, pay your payments. And you, you have a free car. You have so a free car after a year. Yeah. And their, their Tesla models now are built to last for a million miles. Yeah, there's, there's nothing, there's no wear and tear on them. Like, it's electric. Mm-hmm. I see the range now, they increased it too, to like 600 kilometers. Yeah. Let's get in there. On a charge. It's almost worth it. Just a matter of time. <laughs> almost. Just a matter of time. I still like the sound of a, of a gas engine, but that's just... Yeah. yeah, but I think I'd like, I appreciate the quietness of an electric vehicle Oh yeah, too. for sure. Oh yeah, there's, there's, you know? there's pros and cons to yeah. both. Like electric, the torque tor- curve just like this. But that's, right. I, I know that as soon as Canada would legalize the fact that a car can drive autonomously on the road, I'll sell my car tomorrow and I'll get a Tesla. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah. it will literally generate about two grand a month. You don't have to do shit for it. Yeah, but even 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 
from like a a working perspective, if I could work and drive, you know how nice that would be. Oh man! So let the car drive and just go to the next appointment. Book it's it, just, honestly, if it's all automated for everyone, it's gonna be a lot safer too. Oh yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. That's true. But it's gonna be hard, I think, for governments to legalize it. Whoa! Because they're gonna lose their uh, gas taxes. Yeah. Right? That's oh, an awful yeah, lot know. of money. Mm-hmm. I know. So there's a lot of politics. Don't worry, all, ta- all taxes, our taxes just go up a bit more. A lot of politics <laughs> involved. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have to pay anything right now to charge it like a public charging station? I don't know. I actually, I don't know. I think so. Um, at a Tesla charger, so you have them also from just third-party brands. I'm not sure how those work. But everything but Tesla has one now. A Tesla? No, they have an electric charger. Okay, but the Tesla chargers, there's a whole line up by the um, quality and quality and Woodstock there, yeah. Yeah, and Woodstock. So there you just pay per kilowatt hour. Okay, and so, how much cost? I no clue, no clue. But I know that Tesla said that currently a vehicle will cost you about a dollar eighty per mile to drive it. That includes maintenance and you know whatever else. Yeah, um, an Uber will cost you about. Three dollars a mile, and their Tesla, once they come become autonomous, will cost you about eighteen cents a mile. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah, that's a huge savings. Mm-hmm. So what it costs me to drive is it's crazy. It's more and more, though. Yeah. And the designs look good. Yeah. They're nice. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of the Model Three, but I like the uh, the other one. S. Yeah, the S type. Yeah, it's just beautiful. But I mean, have you seen the crazy like add-ons you get for them? Like, mm. The ones like has like a, a hazmat like filter and stuff. Like that's the add-ons. So, like if you're driving and then like a terrorist chemical bomb goes off, <laughs> you can drive your Tesla through it and like none of the poison or anything will get in the car. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's like a biohazard filter. But from a brand perspective, direct, I love Tesla because they don't do any marketing. Right, yeah. Like, no. Barely. Tesla does a little bit on his Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, on his personal stuff, but like in, in terms of marketing, it's worth to mouth. You mean must. Yeah. And must, yeah. It's, yeah. And it's just Tesla's long, long gone. <laughs> but people Nikola are obsessed Tesla. with a brand. That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I want a Tesla, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Like there's barely any marketing involved. Yeah. And if you look at their numbers, it's really amazing to see. Yeah, they're doing very, very well. Very well. Yeah. Very well. Anyway, um, it's about nine thirty here. Thank you for joining us on the second episode of Canadian Hustlers with Scott Crawley from Puffin Media. We hope to be back next week with a brand new episode, get a new guest on the show. Do you want to be on the show next week? Send us a message either to me, Albert at IncoMarketing.com or Alex Fisher. Uh, You can find us here on the sign. Hook us up on Facebook or wherever you'd like. And we hope to see you soon.